everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of MindHub Podcast. This is just going to be, you know, kind of a update type of podcast, having a conversation. Who knows what we will be discussing. Maybe we'll figure it out and title it that whenever this is done. Uh, but we kind of just had uh, some technical difficulties with the last podcast. We, we had a guest, but unfortunately, uh, you know, it, it doesn't always work out. So this is kind of a last minute recording of just whatever is going on in life and updates and things like that. So on that note, D, how's it going? <laughs> and we apologize for this being up late. I was camping this weekend. So, you know, I didn't have technology, even though the campground did have Wi-Fi, which was very interesting. Huh. So they're like, you can disconnect if you want, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But we appreciate uh, everyone who has been listening. And I think we have some um, shout outs to give. Ash said, great job, guys. 100. I really enjoy your perspectives on health and wellness of body and mind. Excellent chat with Laura Anderson. Aw. We're glad you liked her. That was actually one of our most listened to podcasts so far. Yeah, she was great. Very helpful. And then we also have one from Jess Kitty. I'm probably saying that really wrong, so sorry. Um, You guys are so genuine and down to earth. I've listened to all of your podcasts and get very excited when a new one comes out. I already know Cody, and it's been such a pleasure learning about D. I can't wait for more content, and we can't wait to give it to you. Yes, which is why we're recording this now, even though it's late, you know, but we're here, so we're, we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, so how was camping? Did you get some time to relax, kind of enjoy it a bit, or, you know? Yeah, it was, it was great. We were four hours from where I am located normally. We went to New Hampshire. Uh, we brought kayaks, and we got lost because we couldn't find the boat ramp. But then we found another boat ramp, which was even better because the lake that we found was even more beautiful than what we were going to go to. So <laughs> it was it was really nice to just, you know, not think about life and to just be out in nature and recharge and and all of the good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. How did it feel kind of? taking a bit of a break from prep and all that, you know, not being able to go to the gym and <laughs> tracking food. I mean, I did still track food. I weighed out everything before I um, went. So I weighed out all my food and like I still tracked um, and we didn't bring anything with, with us that I couldn't really eat. So that was fine. But it was kind of hard to be away from the gym because I was going six days a week. So be so to be away from it for um, three days this week actually is interesting and i'm sore from yesterday's workout already so (laughs) it just kind of shows like how quickly things can uh you know go away when you're sore after taking like a three-day break but sometimes you know rest is needed rest is good so it kind of helps push that sometimes you can get in a little bit of a a slump with motivation and kind of like a relationship sometimes you just need some space so hopefully that was helpful for you it was it was it was really good to be able to do things that I couldn't do like three years ago like going kayaking or we didn't really go hiking because it was too hot it was like 100 degrees outside so but 
being able to like fit in a kayak and go kayaking for two hours was really nice. That sounds nice and peaceful. I was looking at your pictures and it just looked so peaceful and I was jealous, but yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you have a lake near you. You're in the boonies, aren't you? Yeah, we don't have as many lakes as we do like rivers and rivers are terrifying. So not as relaxing. (laughs) Uh, We do have a few lakes, but uh, yeah, so it's 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 reachable i can do it i think it's just a matter of uh you know not being an asshole and just being a hermit for most of the time so you know i mean you got got to find that camping mood <laughs> i mean i feel you we had to drive four hours because in massachusetts the campgrounds that we normally go to um actually all the campgrounds in massachusetts are closed unless you have a like trailer or a rv mm. So we had to go out that far, which wasn't bad. It was a beautiful drive. Yeah, that's a long way. I think the closest lake to me is probably maybe like 30 30 minutes or maybe 45, actually, depending. There's a few. I won't give locations so people, you know, can't find me. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so how's everything with... uh, so now that you're back and, you know, the updates with, with COVID and prep, we're 11 weeks out. Uh, I know. Summer shredding. How are you feeling about that? I don't know. I've been getting in my head a little bit, like not being where I want, but I'm also really far from where I was. So just getting in that mindset that, you know, there's still time and I can still make a lot more progress. And then... You know, it's still happening, but it's like, will we be able to actually go because of all these travel restrictions? So, yeah, I can definitely, I definitely feel that it's kind of hard because the uncertainty makes it harder to go balls to the wall. Like when you're tired and you're hungry and you have so many things to do and then you're thinking, oh, I got to still get this workout in and then you're like, what if this shit isn't even happening and I'm just starving and I'm tired and and it's I'm not going to be able to step on stage. And uh, that's also been going through my head a lot as well. So I can certainly relate to that. I think when it comes to at least, you know, your end, although it's not as it's not the same, but at least you do still have the online competition. So that's true. Um, I forget about that. Yeah, so don't forget about that part. You still, like, no matter what, you have something to compete in. You have a reason no matter what. Uh, so you, you can still still keep going. That part is certain for you. You have something that's certain. I am jealous. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it is still, though, you know, unfortunate to think that what if we can't physically be there. This is something that I know you have dreamed about. It is something that I was so excited to get. Like, I've thought about it as well for a while. And I just, like, you know the process of how I just was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> it, that feels like so long ago, <laughs> by the way. Um, this year is the, the longest decade ever. Uh, but I think it's still that sense of no matter what happens, it'll still 
the reward is the feeling that you'll get of giving it everything you have anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes for anything. So it's, there is never anything that is guaranteed. You might expect a certain outcome. You might wish for a certain outcome. But it, no matter what happens, as long as you give it your best, there's no way you're going to regret it. Like, even yeah. if it gets canceled and I am, like, 1% body fat and I am, like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to eat something. Uh, maybe, you know, it doesn't even matter. I will eat my shoe. Uh, I think I will still be happy that I at least, you know, gave it everything I had and hope I mean, that next time it will happen <laughs> i think it will happen i don't think they will cancel it because houston is still they're getting hit pretty hard but they're still open it's with our states that we live in if they allow us to come back like i don't mind getting tested when i come back i would rather get tested when i come back to know to make sure that i don't have covid yeah. so like that's not a problem for me like i'm gonna go regardless if our state is allowing us to um I think it's just, like you said, like the uncertainty of how the competition is going to be. Like, we're going to want to meet Christian and Max and all those people, but we're going to be meeting them six feet apart from one another, having a mask on. Like, we can't take (laughs) pictures with them. So it's like... Might as well just keep watching them on YouTube and then just be like, oh, (laughs) hey, it's exactly the same. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah. And then I think, like, you know... There, maybe if it's still not ideal, we, we can still, you know, shoot for the next year. Um, you know, it's not as fun. Sorry, my dryer is, is making a jingle. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there is, there are more chances, I'm sure. This isn't going, this isn't going to be last summer shredding unless, you know, some crazy shit goes down and uh, you never know. You know, the uncertainty. But I have a feeling it won't be. But, uh, yeah, the anxiety in general, you know, I've, for whatever reason this whole week, have definitely felt my own, you know, weight of anxiety that seemingly kind of is just this constant buzz. And I'm just, I don't really know the source of it. I don't know what, what's happening, where it's coming from. And I think it's just the uncertainty and it, it's the same thing for everybody everyone's dealing with it but it's not something that you can like just make go away so i know that you have some news about summer shredding oh yes speaking of anxiety let's talk about how this <laughs> um so yeah so this weekend specifically i was just so out of my mind just anxious and stressed and I was I was laying in bed like scrolling through Instagram you know as we all do and comparing myself to other people and you know going through the route of comparison and then telling myself to stop and no, I'm just kidding but not really but I came across a some guy who I follow and then he mentioned his coach and he was doing his his posing routine and I was like he's basically the guy that I really admire his physique his posing routine was awesome and I was already struggling with the posing I've done some research into looking into the physique poses but I was just like I I just wish someone would tell me what to do and 
give me the poses that would be right for my body because as you know it can be individual depending on what your weak points are like if you have a small back or if you have a small chest or if your biceps or your triceps you have weak parts in your body you want to pose a certain way to kind of cover that up or present yourself to the judges in a way that's going to bring out your strong points and so i'm just like i am having a hard time finding a routine that is going to fit my body so in a last last ditch effort where i'm telling myself you need to go to sleep and get off the internet i found this guy's coach i just scrolled through his instagram looked at his website and he offers posing uh lessons so i filled out an application to get his pricing was kind of like even if it's just posing that will probably put me more at ease so filled that out kind of forgot about it then the next day i was you know super stressed still but i got a text message from this guy i was actually at the grocery store and he asked me uh where i was located and He's he's probably about like three hours away, but I was just kind of like, I wasn't looking for like an in-person, you know, coach. I'm just <laughs> looking for Skype. So long story short, we end up about to set up some posing lessons and I was about to purchase like three Skype posing sessions and then that was it and just, you know, be done with it. But before I, you know, moved on with that, I asked him, I was just like, actually, how much do you charge for just full on contest prep? And he sent me his prices and I just about like shit my pants. And I was just like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, I actually thought about it because I was so stressed that I was just wanting someone to hold me. Like I, I just wanted to get into the fetal position Aww. and be like, somebody comfort me and just push me a little bit. And cause it's like, I all of my energy goes to my clients and like supporting my clients where it's where I want it to go. So when it comes to myself, I was just like, so drained going through the motions. And I'm just like, I need someone to carry me. <laughs> so after some negotiation, we worked out a, a price that was not his original price. And I don't know if I should say how much I he charges. But uh, let me just say it. It makes me question my own prices, but uh, so I hired him as my coach and it feels weird, very, very, very weird being a coach and then hiring a coach, but it's in the same sense of therapists have therapists, you know, everybody needs some support and it, it's not like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, so I need someone to tell me what I'm doing. It's just, I need that emotional support. I need to just hand over some of my some of my shit to someone else to be like, here, help me out. <laughs> Carry these bags for me. Uh, so that's what happened. And it did kind of bring me some immediate relief because I knew at least that th that's a resource that I can kind of touch on. Um, and, you know, my biggest issue now is trust issues because I've never experienced like being in this situation and to the extent of being like, okay, I'm trusting another coach with my programming 
and that sort of thing. I didn't entirely trust him with my macros. He likes to do meal plans, and I was just like, nah, like, I'm going to eat. I'm going to keep going how I'm going. He wants to give me, like, a meal plan for the last four weeks or something. And, you know, I'm. it's different. It's It's physique. It's not just this, you know, general population type of thing. I'll think about it, but I'm pretty good with fitting things into macros and adjusting as needed uh but so yeah it's just trusting the program that he has recently released to me I I feel like it's so weird it's different because also having you know been a chef or gone to culinary school it's the same sense where people are always afraid to cook for me because they're afraid that I am going to critique their food and they're just they're worried they're I don't want to cook for you you're just gonna critique it and judge it and really I I don't care I'm the least picky literally not a judgmental person if someone is cooking me food but when it comes to coaching I am picking apart everything that he has given me so far and yeah it's just very it's a different experience for sure. That was a very long winded story. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's hard to let go of control too. Yeah, for sure. Especially in this sense, because yeah, this has just been, I've been doing this for my myself for, for years. So to just hand over the steering wheel to someone else because I, I know my body. I feel like I'm pretty in tune with it and what I need and what my macros should be. We didn't actually change my macros at all. Uh, whatever I've been doing, he's like, let's stick with that because it's working. And uh, so he just gave me a different training split, basically. Uh, so yesterday I did my first workout with that and it, it felt good. It's just different. So We'll see. I'm just going to, I'm trying to just let go of control and just do it and see <laughs> how it feels. So yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, even if it doesn't work out, you at least tried. Cause if not, you would yeah. probably beat yourself over, beat yourself up over not having a coach. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, I think the, the emotional support aspect of it is at least, you know, it's calming my anxiety. So that's the plus side of it. Whether it was worth it, like, I'm afraid the show's not going to happen, that I just spent this chunk of change to, you know, have this this dude uh, guide me through it. Uh, that's a, a little bit more of a provoking of the anxiety, but... <laughs> I, I don't think... I don't think they're going to cancel the show. It's already 11 weeks out. Because they did just announce that it was on. True. Although I think there is stuff that's still, like, not really in their control, depending on what the state decides to do. Because you know how COVID is. Like, the regulations always are changing. Yes, but, you know, the governor of Houston is doesn't care about anything. <laughs> Which is so relaxing to know, also. <laughs> We're like, we're going to be fine. Their governor doesn't give a shit. So, you know, we're good. <laughs> oh, man. I think we will be in Houston in 11 weeks. 
I'm imagining that in my head, and I'm just hoping that it happens. <laughs> I'm like, I've invested way too much into this at this point. It needs to happen. Maybe I'll get sick. I don't. I, I just don't want to get sick in Texas. That's my biggest fear. Because if you get sick there, you can't come back. You can't get on a plane. Uh, what do you, what do you, you just fight through it on the street? <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> well, you're gonna be with a nurse, so. Oh yeah, that's true. What if I get sick and you guys don't, and then like you just leave me there? <laughs> I would. I would. Oh, isn't isn't your friend coming too? Yeah, that's true. Hopefully he's still coming. At this point, if he's like. I wouldn't blame him if he was like, yeah, that doesn't sound safe for me, but hopefully he'll come. I don't know if he listens to this, but he knows who he is, if, if <laughs> he is. Um, but yeah, so that was my big my big little news. I'm just trying to trust the process of asking for help. I, I don't always do that, and this is my first little, little uh, instance asking for some help and trying to to get used to it and uh this is also different in that this coach is specifically for bodybuilding so i have to keep in mind that my coaching style versus maybe what what he's his coaching style is is different because of the difference in outcome and the and the approach, of course, you know, different goals than the usual type of people that I coach. But yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think for me it was hard to ask you for help at first because it was like I was doing everything on my own, and but then it comes to the point where it's like you don't want even want to think about it. I don't have to think about my workouts. I don't have to think about like my macros or anything. It's just so much less stressful. Yeah, for sure. And it was funny, one of the things that he said to me, too, was he's like, even I have a coach. <laughs> so I was like, good boy, you're right, you're right. So it's like, every coach has a coach, every therapist has a therapist, everyone needs help. And I just gotta remind myself that I am not a machine, even though I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, what led up to this near mental breakdown was uh, my uh, internet, you know, that went out at one point. Then I got internet again, and then my power went out, and then that came back on. But then my water heater went out, and that actually just got fixed today, so that's nice. I've got everything I need right now, knock on wood. Um, but in the life of COVID, that is the most exciting thing that I really have to bring to the table. <laughs> How about you? Um, I went camping. At work, the students are coming back in about a month, which will be interesting. And that's about it. Just looking forward to Houston. Yeah. Me too, if it happens. Uh, I was thinking a bit about some of the, the t we've, you know, we've kind of discussed a few things to the past couple days about 
I mean, I don't know if we want to make this a spicy topic or anything, but one thing that has been getting my panties in a bunch is seeing a lot of discussion around a few things. I just recently posted about them already to my Instagram, but, you know. Uh, So when people thinking that trans men only go to the gym to, like, be more of a man or, you know, like, there's no other reason. They just think that it makes them a man. (laughs) Uh, And then also the approach that no one should be tracking calories, it's toxic, and it's just the gateway drug to an eating disorder. Uh, So, yeah. What are your thoughts on on that? Would you like to discuss these topics? I can honestly say that I think, I know that most people who do contest prep develop an eating disorder, but I think I can say that it's probably helped me know my body more, um, probably because I was aware of what could happen. But I think it's definitely helped my mind and my relationship with food a lot more, tracking the way that I'm tracking. So Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think, like, I have a few clients who are, like, just kind of, like, on this, like, they don't want to weigh themselves every day. Because if they weigh themselves every day, then they'll get obsessed. And it's, like, yes, that could happen. But, like, you have to understand why you're doing it. Like, why you're tracking the calories. You're not just doing it just to do it. You're doing it for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And there's this, I feel like there's just this obsession with these things being obsessive, which is what's leading people to think that, oh, if I do this every day, I'm going to be obsessed. But it's like, are you though? Or are you just kind of struggling with the fluctuations from day to day with the scale? I think it's less about obsessing. I think there's a certain aspect to when you do start to weigh yourself every day, you start to get used to the fluctuations. And then before you know it, it you don't even think twice. You're just like, oh, I'm up two pounds today. That's probably because I ate a shit ton of salt yesterday or I'm stressed or I didn't sleep or, you know, there's all these reasons you start to learn why that might happen versus thinking automatically that you gain two pounds of fat overnight. So before we think, before we jump to, oh, this fluctuation in the scale is making me obsessed because I'm upset today over my weight spike. It's like, no, you're just not, you're not used to it yet. So that's why, you know, getting, building up that kind of tolerance to getting to know your body, getting to know that that number, it it really does not, it does not mean a whole lot besides, well, your body fluctuates and the trend you want to see it moving down or up depending on your goals but obsession is is only it's kind of like if you can't not weigh yourself for a certain amount of time because you're on vacation or whatever and you literally like have a mental breakdown because you can't and it just ruins your day or your vacation or whatever like that's a different story than just being having some feelings about a fluctuation or something like that yeah i agree and then on your topic of trans men saying because i'm the one who sent you that tweet that i saw (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i think 
some trans men get that a get that a lot that they only work out because they're trying to be manly. Yeah. Yeah. And or I, I get clients who are like like female clients who are like, "Oh, I only want to work out my legs and my butt." Yeah. You have other only, we all have the same muscles, homie. Yeah. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to look like a man, and I don't want to eat over twelve hundred calories because, for some reason, that's the magic number for for women. I don't know where it comes from, but anything over that, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to gain so much weight," and it's mind-boggling. I don't know, but it's it's interesting because I feel like the assumption of you know trans men only working out because they think it makes them more of a man it really just enforces those fears towards women like it's enforcing the gender roles that muscle equals manhood masculinity muscles aren't for just men they don't have a gender muscle is healthy for both for all genders it's just you know women are not going to be as they don't have the ability to be as muscular in most cases unless there are you know some performance enhancing drugs that are involved but usually they use those because they want that look so um yeah it's you know muscle is not just for men and to assume that people only work out because they think it makes them more of a man is just a huge assumption uh People work out for all different reasons because it helps with anxiety. You like the feeling. You enjoy it. You like feeling strong. It, uh, it builds your confidence. And fuck, some people are working out for vanity reasons, and that's no one else's business. I mean, if working out for bigger arms gets you in the gym and it gets you moving every day, then go for it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter whatever gets you started. I think the majority of people started a fitness plan be for vanity reasons and that's okay there's no shame in that a lot of the times it evolves as you evolve as a person and you realize oh i feel pretty good i feel confident i feel strong i feel healthy and it just you you end up connecting with your body in a whole different level besides oh i really want that six pack i want those abs or those arms so where you start doesn't doesn't matter as much as kind of like uh you know where you evolve into but yeah sorry no i i agree because that wasn't the first thing that i've the the that wasn't the first time i've seen it i've seen really big instagram like trans instagram instagrammers post stuff (laughs) like that as well and it's like no like that's not the case yeah i just think like now everyone is so sensitive that anything will bother them or trigger them when they can't just like deal with whatever's going on in themselves yeah yeah it almost gets to the point where as as trans like it's like we're not allowed as trans men to actually go for aesthetic goals you get this extra layer of shame like people just expect better from you they expect more from you and 
so you post a picture that you feel proud of, like you like how you look. I know there's been plenty of times where I've second guessed being like, what is coming? How am I coming across here? What's the message that people are reading? What are the assumptions that people are going to assume? And it's just in that moment, I'm like, I just like how I look in this moment. Uh, it, it's not something that I is It's not how I spent years not liking how I looked. And so it's this actual genuine moment of self-love that I'm feeling shame for. And that just, it's so weird to me. And we forget that, yeah, we're trans, we've lived different experiences, but we forget to just be fucking human beings and enjoy being a human, enjoy your body for a second without the shame, without feeling like you should be this on this moral high ground and it's frustrating to say the least or people will get mad at us because we want to look like what society views as a man yeah yeah and it's i don't know and i think that's the oh it's telling me there's a poor connection can you hear me I can hear you. Okay. Maybe it's lying. Uh, <laughs> I, because I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm trying to look like society. There's not this, this goal that the, the more muscular I am, the more passable I'll be. I think it's just, I don't, I don't know. I just enjoy the I love working out I love working out for health and damn you know I love working out for aesthetic goals too there's I just like goals <laughs> how weird I like it I don't know <laughs> I, I do too and I think when I started it started working out it was just to get my body moving and to just lose weight and then now it's something that I enjoy I enjoy the process I enjoy the art of bodybuilding I enjoy all of it so People can, we don't care about haters. <laughs> no. And, you know, there's also the association with, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to toxic masculinity along with working out, go to the gym and, you know, Flex Friday and just being, you know, your yourself. And I think, uh, I don't think that flexing taking a, a shirtless selfie feeling proud of your body and what you worked for whatever is is toxic i think the assumptions that people make are toxic because your journey is your journey and you, other people literally just don't know maybe you're flexing the mirror you take a picture and you're not happy but you post and you say that you are okay but that's no one's business maybe you post one selfie at, at one point in your life you look great and you tell her when you're happy but you're really not but maybe three months down the road you post a selfie and say how unhappy you were and you talk about everything you're struggling with and all that this the response should always be like the same from the outside there shouldn't be assumptions with the first picture or the second picture the only response from anyone should be awesome I'm, I'm so glad you're happy. It should just be supportive. And same with the second one where someone says, thank you for talking about this. Uh, 
appreciate your honesty. I support whatever you need to do to be happy uh, because those people don't know you through either of those photos, unless it's someone that's really close to you. And then in that case, of course, you probably have a better look than one's life rather than just Instagram or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> no, I, I think it's I, I it's hard. I just I don't like people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It, it can be especially hard when your intentions are just totally misread. Uh, <laughs> I think I I came across some posts today from some therapist. I can't remember who it was, but basically they said you can you don't have to engage with people who are continually misreading your intention or just basically always reading you wrong or assuming wrong mm -hmm. um and that happens a lot and i was just like good point but it's you yeah you just have to know when to engage and when it's gonna just drain your energy and like, you know yourself the best, and people can assume all they want, but, <sighs> yeah, it's not always correct. It's not always great, but shame, no matter where it's at, whether it's shame for feeling good about your body genuinely, or shame about your body because you're not happy with where it's at, it, shame isn't really a great it nothing comes no change comes from shame so i think it's just one of those things that we could just completely throw in the garbage and try to get rid of but yeah yeah cuz we shouldn't be we shouldn't feel same shameful for wanting to post something that we're proud of yeah exactly or something that we might find helpful or yes anything along those lines so it's like you know it's hard to it's hard to target everybody in a in a an audience of people and people tend to take in messages differently so one person could read one thing and then another person could read the same thing and get a completely different narrative from it depending on where that person is at mentally and <clears throat> where they're at in their journey the environment how they're raised there's just so many different factors so it's the, at the end of the day you just gotta, as long as you're speaking your truth, then that's all you can really do. People are gonna have issues with it sometimes, but, well, that's social media. It's just rapid mm -hmm. fire opinions all the time. And then it just, as humans, we are, we are not really made for that. I feel like it's so weird because in real life, if you meet someone on the street, never met him before, you'd probably have small talk conversation. Hi, what's your name? How you doing? What do you do for work? Do you have a family? Do you have kids? Uh, Twitter or Instagram or anything, you, you just skip all the small talk. And it's like, it's, it's like meeting someone in person and just going straight to, hey, I voted for Trump and I think masks are a conspiracy theory and it, the government is trying to control you and and then that's just not real life and it's no wonder the internet is just a fucking shit show so we don't connect we dehumanize each other on the internet and when you do that it's really easy to forget that there is a person on the other side of the screen and you can just be an asshole <laughs> 
and people are they they just do it they're like fuck i'm just i'm just texting a screen right now there's no one on the other side uh news alert there is a person on the other side of that screen so how you doing over there i'm just tired today i'm tired today you didn't sleep very well right no negative (laughs) are you gonna get some good sleep tonight i have so much to do later well hopefully you can get all it done don't take any caffeine and hopefully you'll sleep like a baby and it will be a fresh day tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) was there anything else you wanted to add to the podcast mr cody Ah, I think that's it. Sorry for, you know, the kind of random topic. Did we want to talk about who we're having on next, though? Is that something we should disclose, or should we wait? I think we should wait. Okay, let's wait. But it's big. It's good, right? Yes. (laughs) I'm just nervous it's not going to happen, so that's why I don't want to say it. (laughs) That's true. That would suck. Let's not do that, then. It should, but the uncertainty of everything, god damn it. We want to thank you, everyone, for listening and leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all of you, and if you want to leave us a review, please leave us a review. Um, And you can also find us at Mindhub Podcast on Instagram. We will see you next week.